I'm Jess. I'm Dee. And we're The The Social Social Girls, Girls, a podcast for women who appreciate real life talk and F-bombs. Before we get into today's episode, we need to shout out a local business that we love, and she also happens to be our season two sponsor. Girl Gang Yeg is an online boutique, and she makes crew necks, sweatshirts, hats, t-shirts for women, and she also has baby apparel. The crew necks are absolutely perfect for fall. I'm wearing one right now that says Girl Power, but my next one is definitely going to be This Is My Dog Cuddling Sweatshirt. Um, okay. If you head to her website, girlgangyeg.shop, you can use our promo code SOCIALGIRLS and you'll get 15% off any order over $75. We absolutely love her stuff. We are so excited to be paired up with her and we think you're really, really going to love it too. So go to girlgangyeg.shop and use the promo code SOCIALGIRLS and don't forget to let us know what you got. Hi Jess. Hi Dee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so we have something special coming out, don't we? We do. Do you want to tell our listeners? I do. I'm really, really excited about this. Um, so as I'm sure some of you guys know, we do love true crime. I think we've talked about it in other episodes. Yes. We're both like, yeah, pretty into true crime. And I'm always listening to true crime podcasts, which is actually, honestly, it does my psyche sometimes I do take a break (laughs) but (laughs) but um we have toyed with the idea of a true crime episode I don't know since we started our podcast I think yes yep and then we just decided hey how about with it being October and Halloween why don't we do a little Halloween bonus yes and what did you do I recorded our very first true crime episode. <laughs> so that's ex- by yourself too, not even with me. I did. I did it by myself. And I think the reason, well, I don't know why we decided I would just do it. But I think it was just because it was a case that I've been following a lot. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, if we're doing true crime, I want to talk about this. And then we thought we'll try it with one person. But obviously, we're going to need your guys' feedback. If you think it would be better with getting Jess in there, too, you have to tell us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm really, you know, really like stoked. Because we, we could, in the future, do one, maybe, like, a bonus episode each month. And we could decide that if we do it together, we either watch or listen to a podcast or do some research. And maybe we have different opinions. Who knows? That's what I was kind of thinking. Like, it's I love when you and I can discuss things so I did miss that part Mm -hmm. um I know you've listened to the episode so you previewed the episode and I have to ask without giving anything away do you did you form an opinion at the end of the episode no I felt like I needed to investigate it more because that's yeah you know you and I are both the same it's like I need all the facts and I have to read it or watch it I know you like to listen to true crime stuff I like to watch right that's interesting yeah um that yeah um I know I really I will say the bonus episodes if we do more than one we'll just see how this one goes I have another case already uh (laughs) lined up but um I really want to keep it brief because obviously we aren't a true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just... have to start another one. <laughs> That's true. We'll see how this goes. We could, we could call it lovers. like, 
we could call it like spooky social girls. <laughs> That's lame. We'll think of something better. But yeah, yeah, I know. I really want to keep it brief because I was like, I just want to talk about a case like I would with a friend, not like I'm like an investigator. Yeah. But I- I'm really curious what people will think and then make their opinions yeah. about this because I- I'm not even sure what I think. And I've done so much research on this case, but I know because you'll never get the actual true f- true facts about anything when it comes to true crime. I watched um no. I watched this show on Amazon Prime or a documentary it's called The Prince of Honor. It was about the these two do- sisters that were murdered by their father. <gasps> called like they're like honor killings. Like that's Oh my her. god. Okay. Yeah, you okay. have to we might you might you might be interested in this one cuz it's all very weird and it was such a short documentary but that I was just left being like what? Oh my god. Okay, I'm actually going to have to check that out. Yeah, it happened in 2008. Do you remember one of the daughters' names, what it was? Yeah, Amina and Sarah Saeed. Oh, okay. No, it's not the one, the case I'm thinking of, but... um, Okay, so this episode, I wanted to call it women empowerment. I wanted to call it women in business. I wanted to call it being friends with women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we will... Related. Yeah, I don't know. It might just end up being called woman. I'm not sure. We'll have to (laughs) see where this conversation goes. But I want to start with talking about being a a woman in business. And why I want to share this is you actually had an entrepreneur reach out to you recently, right, Jess? Yes, I did. I'm not going to say her name because it's not something that, you know, I talked to her about or anything. So we'll keep that to herself we yeah we'll keep her name on the down low um but she is definitely very successful and her and Jess actually had a really good conversation recently about how it's actually they both find it's difficult being taken seriously when you're a woman running your own business yeah I think it's difficult when we work for I don't even want to say work for because we are contracted out um when we're when our superiors or people that were kind of I can't even say that because that's not it the people that hire us to do their social media Mm -hmm. are when they're men Mm -hmm. that's where the issue becomes a problem it's that I find that the women that I work with have way more respect and they value me more than the men that I work with I'm just gonna say right yeah, I'm just going to say this is obviously a generalization. Um, Not every, of course, not every man's like that. Um, But yeah, do you want to share a little bit like how it makes you feel? Like, do you do you feel angry when mm-hmm. you feel like you're not getting respect? Do you feel hurt? Like, what is that like? Yeah, and then it almost feels like you don't want to react because then they might think you're, oh, you're just that is so emotional. And that's not it. It's mm-hmm. just like, I want to be treated with respect like they would treat anybody that way and when I'm doing work for them or I'm contracted out to do work for them and they're totally disregarding that and they don't really seem to care they don't acknowledge that that is really frustrating it would be like me telling them how to do their job or just doing it without consulting them like I don't know yeah I do feel I do feel quite angry you know I've told you (laughs) Yeah, I know for sure. I know. And it's like, 
they almost will just do things. And then you're like, wait, you hired me for a reason. So Mm -hmm. why are you paying me if you're just going to go posting whatever you want? Right. Exactly. And that's where it becomes a line of like, well, is it that you think I'm incapable? Is it that you don't want to bother me and you're just going to do it? Or is it that you just are completely disregarding my, you think my job's a joke and that you can just do it? Or you just want to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's where I think that's where my struggle is there. I mean, like just to reference true crime, (laughs) it's like hiring a lawyer and then going and talking to the press about whatever you want. Yeah. 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 Because it's just, yeah, it's like you hire a professional to do something Mm -hmm. and then you just, Mm -hmm. you don't care. Yeah. So I I think with that, and it was kind of the similar situation that I had with this other, um, businesswoman who I super have like a lot of respect for and you know at the end of it too it was just like she just said it's just so nice being able to talk with somebody where you feel like you're you feel secure and in a safe environment where there's no judgment and you know we can freely talk about maybe struggles we have because as an entrepreneur um, who better to lean on than other people that might be in the same industry as you? It's not competitive. We're not competitive towards each other, even though we offer the same services. We are supportive to each other to help one another get through, um, you know, similar circumstances. Yeah, and I really love, um, so obviously you guys were messaging on your business account and I have access to your business account, <laughs> <laughs> which I very rarely go into, but Um, I was looking at your messages and I just love how vulnerable she is with you and how she's just like, I'm feeling really shitty. And you were just like, oh, girl, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's important to have those type of people in your corner. Mm -hmm. And knowing that when you reach out to like another woman in the same industry, they're not going to be like, I'm happy she's suffering. Good. Because maybe I'll get a new client. Yeah, that's so true. Not no part of me would want that. Anyways, you know, I would never even, yeah. I would never, that would never come across my mind is to do that because that's ne- not what I want to see. I want to see everybody succeed in business, especially women. Yeah, I, um, I don't think I told you this, but I had a reading on the weekend with a fellow medium and fun fact guys, mediums do go see mediums. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyways, she was talking, she used to work in corporate mm-hmm. And she was saying one of the reasons that she's so grateful now to have her own business is because she can be passionate about Mm. it. And before in corporate, if she was really passionate about a project, either way, like she really disliked it or she was really, really happy with it. She was almost, her feelings were really stifled because it's not appropriate because you're a woman. If you cry about a project, say you're crazy, right? You're crazy. You need to get it in check. And now you're unstable. No one's going to trust you. But if a man like slams his fist on the table and he's like, fuck yeah, then everyone's like, God, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. The double standard is there. And that's what, that's exactly what I mean by, you know, with you, I just, sometimes I just brush things off when it comes to my one, you know, my male client that I do work with. I, you, you know, I kind of just back down and go, oh, well, whatever. They're just going to do what they're going to do. And, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just like, nah, like you need to establish and make sure that they know that you're running the show 
And if they don't like it, yes. then maybe you guys aren't meant to work together. No. And you know what? My dad, uh, he has been in business for uh, almost 30 years. And he's said numerous times, I fired clients. Mm. And he's like, I fired clients and customers because they don't treat my business with yeah. respect. And they treat me like garbage. So I just let them know. And it's obviously like a really different industry. But he's like, so my dad is a mechanic and owns a couple of mechanic shops. And he's like, they have this attitude of like, all mechanics are scammy mm-hmm. and I'm not. So when they treat me like that, I actually just say like, this isn't going right. to work because I deserve respect. My business, I take very seriously and you're making a joke. Yeah, about. that's a very good point because yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. And let's point out that Marty is one of our clients and we've never <laughs> ever treated us, you know, in any different, like he respects what we do. For sure. For sure. My, I feel like my dad is, you know, I actually have a story. Uh, when I worked for him, we had a part that we really, really needed as a customer needed their vehicle back right away. And when a customer tells us, like, I'm going away this weekend, I need my car, you're, that's on you, right? Like, you're hustling, like, okay, yeah. And so I, just a little background, I was running the front of the shop. And my dad wasn't there every day, but he happened to be here on this day. And we had a customer with a really, really big bill. And we were just waiting for a couple parts to finish off the job. And they had been great to deal with. And, um, the part was supposed to come it didn't come. And now I'm trying to call all the warehouses, like tracking it down pretty much. And I got on the phone with someone from one of the companies and he basically belittled me on the phone saying the part was going to come when it was going to come. And then I said, well, can I, when it gets to your Sherwood park location, the shop that I was at was close to Sherwood park. Can someone call me? just so I know where, where the part is. And then I can timeline in my head when I'm going to get it. And I actually said, I could even drive and pick it up from the Sherwood park location. Right. And then now we're not waiting for a driver to deliver it. And he, you know what he said? (laughs) Our Sherwood park location doesn't have a phone. So that won't happen. (gasps) Okay. Um, I I was like, what? He's like, the location doesn't have a phone. So no one's going to let you know. And he basically, he was so rude to me and then thought I was obviously dumb as whatever, because really like the location doesn't have a phone, like it's a business and you're telling me none of the employees there even have a cell phone like this, like what? A quick text and be like parts here. Yeah. Like it was a bizarre situation and yeah. And he just basically was like this dumb girl, Mm -hmm. like she's annoying me because he didn't want to do the work and tracking down the part, right? Like. And they're at fault because they should have delivered it the day before. But so I get off the phone and I'm crying because a, I just was so hurt that I was spoken to mm-hmm. like that. B I'm so angry and I can't belittle him because it's my job and that's not appropriate. <laughs> and, and I like, I don't want to belittle him, but like in real life, I would be like, listen, yeah. asshole. <laughs> but I couldn't because it's, it's my job. It's my dad's company. I'm the face of the company. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. However, my dad was standing behind me the whole conversation Oh, and he was listening and he was like, are you crying? And I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so annoyed. Like, why would someone talk to me like that? And he called the man back <laughs> and he said, yeah, he, he did the whole thing with the part. And the guy goes, no problem, Marty, 
someone will call you when it's at the Sherwood oh, Park my location. Gosh. And then Marty proceeds to say, oh, and that girl that you talked to, that's my daughter. And she's crying. And if you ever talk to any of my staff like that again, we'll never do business with you. And you need to have your manager call me right back because what you did was absolutely ridiculous. And he is like, women are why the shop runs because they can multitask. And he just went on. And I was just like, oh my God, in that moment, I was like, I just couldn't. You're like, thanks for being my hero, dad. But that also goes to show the level of respect that was shown, the difference between you and your dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. A hundred percent. And both, I feel like you and I both though were raised with really strong like dads that will, that even for my dad, he's like, he was also one of my clients and he never, he sent me what he, I needed or he was always so good about it. He trusted in my ability to run his social media. He never questioned me, uh, always encouraged me. And I feel like your dad is the same way. Like we've, we do have strong male figures in our life that empower us to be strong female women who can do anything and I think that's super important to have that because I would never think that I couldn't do something exactly exactly and I think it goes to show too like not all men in business are like that like we both our dads own their own Mm -hmm. businesses they're not all like that but unfortunately some of them are and like, it's just the difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting situation for me. And then I know you felt like that a yes. lot. So yeah, only towards like, yeah, one of our lovely clients that we have, but uh, you're right. It's not a generalization to all males out there. It was just something that myself and the other entrepreneur that, you know, that we talked about, uh, both having this facing the same issue. So it is something that is, um, something that does happen. Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, okay. I love Taylor Swift and she has that song. Um, if I were the man or the man or whatever it's called. And it was like saying the differences, like of, if you do one thing and you're a woman, then you're a slut. But if you sleep around as a man, it's oh, like you're the man. Yeah. Now like, I got to feel like I got to listen to that song. You have to listen to it and you I'll have to watch that. the video because she dresses up as a man. What? <laughs> yeah, you have to You have to watch it. Everybody go watch that music yeah. video right now. So I think like a lot of times we talk about like men, um, especially because we both work with a lot of female entrepreneurs. We are female entrepreneurs. But I think sometimes too, like for me, when I think of like my high school experience, anytime I ever had issues, it was with other women. That's a really good point. Um, so for me, I just want to like drive this home. Like our whole podcast is about creating a girl gang and like empowering other women. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always, you know, I think if we're being really honest, that's not always easy to do. No. And I remember you mentioning like, you have had issues with girls a lot, like looking at you as competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, throughout high school for sure, maybe junior high. Yes. I don't think that I had a lot of like close girlfriends, um, you know, besides Nicole, which has lasted 20 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
because she is like me, you know, we've grown up together. We support each other. We've never been competitive towards each other. But yeah, I would say that there's, it's yeah. Growing up, I felt that way. Even as an adult, I probably still feel that way, whether it's like business related or just, you know, friends related, or I don't know. I don't know. I do feel that way (laughs) sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, Sometimes, of course, I think it's like human nature to be like a little bit jealous, but I always try and remember like, um, what you bring to the table is so much different than what someone else brings to the table. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you could be like, oh, but they have better hair than me or they're prettier or whatever. But then you could be like, but I'm this, I'm this. Like, I think if everyone were just like love themselves and be like, but I have so much to offer. I think we could all come from a better place. Yeah. And there would be less of this like catty bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. We all have our own attributes and strengths and that are going to be different from everybody else. And I think, I think we've said it before, you know, we all bring something to the table and we can all sit at that table and collectively we can all join forces. Totally. Like I, I always think like if women work together, we could accomplish so much, Mm -hmm. but I think that we, a lot of times, and again, this isn't everybody, but a lot of times we spend so much time tearing other women down. And I just have to say, like, based on what we just chatted about with business too, like we have so much to fight against as women that the last thing we should do is fight against each other. Oh, I totally agree. I, hundred percent agree with you. And I don't know, sometimes I think, you know, when there is that jealousy or the competitiveness, maybe it's something, it's not about you. It's not about me. It could be about their own insecurities. Totally. And that's something that they probably personally have to work on, but cause we're not out to get them. We are never egotistical when it comes to celebrating uh, or our successes or anything like that. We just, we join together and we're like so excited for each other. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, maybe it doesn't work that way for others where they can't celebrate with you. And I just, I wonder why. I wonder where that comes from. I know. And I think it's interesting that you just said like that comes from stuff that they're dealing with because I do have women in my life and I want nothing more than to be in their tribe and I want them to be in our girl gang like I just want a friendship with them so bad Mm -hmm. and then going back to imposter syndrome I'm like am I an imposter like am I not being when I say like I support women like well I don't support this one woman and to be honest it's like well she doesn't really let me (laughs) right yeah but I have to remember too to not take things personally like it's not all about me (laughs) yeah I know because you have talked about these struggles before mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am I just say to you uh you know this is at some point you got to stop beating yourself up about it or beating your head and trying to trying 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 because if they're not trying for themselves or for that then you're just wasting your time we know that you're super supportive but Thank not you. everybody is gonna feel not everyone is going to be the same way you and I are Right. They won't, I know it won't feel the same way as you and as we do about each other, that support system and the celebrations and stuff. Maybe they celebrate differently than we do. Right. Maybe they're supportive in a different matter manner than we are. There's just so many different ways that I think we want them to be exactly like us. 
Yes. And then my feelings get hurt when they're not. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, I'm, I'm here with open arms. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, love me. Okay. I'm trying to help you. Yes. Be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just weird. Cause you think, you know, we've met a lot of other female business owners or women on like social media, just with our own businesses and how we've connected with them on the same level that we are, that our values and our beliefs are the exact same. Totally. Totally. We just have to learn to embrace everybody differently. And if we do that, then that's okay too. We don't all have to be the same. That's not what we want anyways. No, we want diversity in our girl gang, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but on a deeper level. Yeah, you're right. Like I, and that's a life lesson for me that I'm going through and that doing this podcast has really taught me Mm -hmm. is like, not everyone is going to be like you are. Not everyone is going to celebrate other people's successes and that's okay, but it doesn't mean we can't celebrate theirs. So I'm really, yeah, I'm really trying to remember not to take stuff personally, but yeah. It's hard as a girl. Your feelings get hurt. Like It is hard when you're close to people on a deeper level outside of all the social media stuff or whatnot. When you're close to them and you've built these long-term friendships with them, etc. And you don't feel like they give you back what you put in. I totally understand and relate to that. But yeah. And you just like earn for it so bad you're like come on but it's it's I think it's it's okay to for everybody to kind of just figure out their own journey and who they are as you know how they want to show up in your life for sure and you know what I always say this too I'm like I'm done dead watering dead plants yeah like I (laughs) I said 2020 was the year about me Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm kind of done being the one always reaching out but at the same time, my arms are always open. Yeah. So if these people were to reach out to me, I would, of course, be like, yay, let's do this. Yes. But I'm also not going to put myself in a position to, like, be hurt over and over again. That would just be stupid. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, think we've said it. You and I have said it so many times because you have said you don't you're tired of blobbing through life. Hey, oh, you yes. You can't carry the weight of everybody else and mm-hmm. what everybody else is feeling when you're on a different level. And so it's kind of like you hop on my fucking train or, you know, stay behind, but I'm going to keep going forward and I'm going to keep doing this for myself and for me. And that's, you know, you kind of see where your true, you know, friendships or, you know, how surface things can really be at that point. And then how you move forward from there. Totally. You know, my, totally. My, yes. I think I told you this before, but my daughter always says that you don't have very many friends, mom. But to me, that's not, I don't need 25 girlfriends to have good friends. Yeah. You know, I, no, I ha- no. have a very, I have a small circle, but it's just because I've learned at 32 years of age that it's m- more about valuing who I'm hanging around and who I'm spending my time with and my energy with than trying to win a popularity contest of having 30 friends, you know? Totally. And I think too, yeah, like, and I've heard a lot of women say like, I just don't like women. I just don't get along with them. And I, to say to that, maybe you just haven't found your tribe yet. Yep. Yep. And we want everyone that's listening to be part of our tribe, part of our gang, reach out to us, chat with us. Yeah, we do not, we're not, we don't discriminate against anybody. You don't have to be like a girl's girl and like a hype man and whatever else. Even if you're standing in the background, you're like, I, 
you maybe you're like, I want to be that way, but I, I'm not quite there yet. That's cool. Say hi to us anyways. We're still going to say hi to you back and embrace you. Jess, have I ever told you about my, I don't, they're called grannies nights. <laughs> Never. Never, ever. (laughs) Okay, so when my granny was still alive and I first um, started dating Christian, she started this night at her house and she called it Granny's Night. And Christian's family is full of splits. Everyone's split. So I have um, two mother-in-laws and then two, like, grandmas on his side, right? Mm -hmm. So she would invite all the women from his family and then all the women from our family over and it was at Christmas time and she would do like a granny's night and it would just be all these women hanging out and talking and um, after my granny passed I continued the tradition and her best friend always comes her name is Mrs. Bruce (laughs) and so she's like my adopted grandma now but yeah, so we have all these women hang out and we do like a gift exchange and stuff. And it's like, I just love it. And I'm like, I love I'm, that. I know. And it's like so many generations and we all just like have wine, exchange gifts. And I mean, I doubt it'll happen this year just with the pandemic. With the vid. Um, yeah, the fucking vid. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. I just love that I get to do that. So I'm like, just I thought it'd be appropriate in our women's episode yeah, because that's a I'm great just... tradition to continue having yes thank you I own, you know daughter to pass that on to or friends or whatever like that's amazing that's so cool your mm-hmm. granny was one cool kitten <laughs> she was a cool kitten she was sassy too and mean <laughs> yep so yeah, I just wanted to share that. I just love that I get to, I just in my family too, I have such awesome women surrounding me. So I'm like, yeah, I'm very, I'm very blessed. I'm married into a great family and I have my mom and my stepmom, which I'm very lucky to have both of them. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's always, I think it's super important to have great role models in your life that also help contribute to, um, you know, women empowerment, supporting other women. Um, my mom, you know, Kim, everybody knows Kim. Um, she's <laughs> like that, you know, she's raised me since I was seven and she has always been super influential in my life in a positive way and how to live my life, you know, with the same respect that I'd want to give other people. So she's very much a women empowerment, women supporter. I mean, her business coaching is directed towards women in business. So she's always been, you know, that for me. And I feel like she has a great tribe of women around her. She does. I mean, I've heard it so many times. So many girls have said, can your mom adopt me? Yeah, Yeah, she's my mom. No, but it is, it is great to have that. So I think I've taken on a lot of, you know, that growing up and in my life, just how to treat um, women. Yeah, definitely. I was your bio mom. I mean, I guess you didn't really grow up directly with her all the time, but she wasn't from what you've told me, she wasn't like, she doesn't like other women, right? (laughs) No. So she grew up, I think from what I understand and what I know, she grew up with her parents, like hating her. Um, so I feel like that doesn't help. And she had a brother who was adored. And at 16, Mm. I think she left that family home and 
you know, when my parents were married, they did try and have that relationship with her parents and they just really couldn't care less. Um, so she had already kind of cut them out because it seems like they cut her out. And I right. think it's kind of funny, the pattern that ensued because her, she was kind of the same way. She had two daughters, didn't really care for us, had a boy, worshipped that boy. You know, my sister and I have never really had a great relationship with her our whole lives. Um, and she doesn't have very many friends that are women. Right, right. That I think, yeah, I mean, if you grew up like that, I feel like for you, you were either going to follow in her footsteps, Mm -hmm. especially with the situation of you having daughters yourself. Yep. Or you are going to be like, I'm going to be the complete opposite of that. Yeah. And I almost think that my, I was never meant to have a boy as much as I wanted one. And sometimes I thought about that because with my third, I was like, yeah, I definitely like, this is going to be the boy. And it's just funny because then it, I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I'm kind of sounding like her right now, and that's not what I want. So when I did find out it was a girl, yeah, I was upset. I will admit that. Um, but now I truthfully, like, I couldn't see my life without any of my girls, and I'm actually thankful that I don't have a boy. And it has nothing to do with me being like, I would treat that boy better. I wouldn't. I love all my children equally. But I think it was good for me to appreciate my daughters and raise them in a way that you know the same way that it was and and treat you know let them know that their sisters are probably the best friendship they're gonna have and yes definitely so yeah I I feel like yeah I feel like the universe gives you what you need well not what you want so 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 true and, and I have always yeah. said, like, I will never, yeah, I'll never be like my biological mom in that sense. Cause I just couldn't imagine not having a, a supportive, like supportive women around me. I couldn't imagine doing that. I feel like it'd be, it would feel super lonely. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I think it would have to get lonely because I know some women and they're like, I don't have friends. I just have my husband. Mm-hmm. I actually used to work with a lady like that. Like it was a few years ago, but she was like, I, it's just me and my husband. And I want to be like, that's come on. You never want to have girl talk. I know. Or anything. Yeah. You know what? I, it's so funny that you say that. Cause I swear a few years ago, that's kind of like how I felt. And I, and right. it just, it almost changed my perspective a little bit. Not that I was like, I'm an introvert. So it's, it's a little, it's a lot harder for me to kind of like get out of my little bubble that I'm in. But yes, I yes, I, too, think, I was like, our kids mm-hmm. are going to get older. And I, I was like, I'm going to feel so alone. Like, I just want really good girls around, in my, like women around in my life. Definitely. And you know what? I, yeah, I get that. Cause I, I, I've always loved being around women, but I'm also an extrovert. So it's easy for me to say like, oh, I love surrounding myself with people. Mm-hmm. But I know that you being introverted, like it is easier for you to stay home, but yeah, there's something to be said for having your tribe of girls that you can count on and hang out with and I agree. away from your husband. <laughs> I totally agree. I mean, it took us really like six years for us to be like, okay, hi, like to be close as we are now, which is so funny because I've always felt drawn to you and yes. even a little bit intimidated by you because you were 
extroverted and I was introverted. I'm like, does she even like me? But that's just like the introverted side. It's just like, does she like me? Oh my God. <laughs> of course. I, I always felt like, yeah, we got along. Like it was always, I always liked you. It just like, I think that sometimes two friendships happen when they're supposed to happen. Like you'll know people, but then you really click with them years down the road or right away you'll click and then you kind of grow apart. Like, yeah, I always I agree. think there's something to be said for timing in life. Um, I definitely agree with you because that's how I feel. Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm so sad we didn't get that. I'm like so happy together we're on these journeys and at this time in our life because it's exactly what we needed when we needed it. You know, the yes. time just, you're right, was right. I feel like that too. I definitely do. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about to wrap up this episode? Um, I just want to say I'm truly thankful for all the supportive women in my life and all the new women that I am meeting uh, through business or anything just opening up my my I don't know my world (laughs) I guess you would say like it's just like I'm just so so grateful and so thankful and to be honest I don't know if I would be where I am without you know my supportive friends and family and other people that I've met and I just love our little tribe that we have going. I do too. Um, I think now would be a good time for me to mention we do have a giveaway coming up. Yes. We've teamed up with some really, really awesome women entrepreneurs. And we're super stoked to share that. We'll be sharing that in the next, I'd say, week or so at least. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to yeah. get everything. And I think it's going to be a great giveaway. Plus, it also helps shout out some other women entrepreneurs out there because we are all about women supporting women. Definitely. Um, okay. Well, Jess, um, what is our Instagram handle? The Social Girls Podcast. And please leave us a review if you're enjoying this podcast. It really helps us get seen um, and let other women join our tribe. So if you go to Apple Podcasts, that would be the best place to leave a review. And leave your name. Yeah, we've gotten a few reviews and there's no name. So we can't shout you out. But yes, make sure to leave your name. Yes, I agree. Okay, well, see you guys next time. Oh, and I can't wait to hear everyone's feedback on the true crime episode. Yes, I'm excited about that one too. Yes. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.